Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by The Free House. As long as snow is on the ground, they'll have snow globes on the patio. Book this unique winter dining experience by the hour by calling The Free House. Full menu is available along with some unique winter cocktails and food items. Dawn, if I say eating in winter, what do you think of? Oh, I think of like chili, Mm -hmm. uh, having some comfort food, maybe a a chicken pot pie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love meatloaf. Okay, Freehouse has you covered with the majority of those things, especially comfort food. Whether, okay... How does this sound, Dawn? Steak and pierogies. Oh, love it. Love it. It is Colin's favorite of the free house, the steak and pierogies. How about this? How about their brew pub nachos? You Uh, like nachos. Oh, I love nachos. Everybody does. And what I like about them is that they layer the nachos. Thank you. Stephanie Shemp, my friend, knows nothing irritates me more than when you get nachos and there is on the top Nothing but cheese, and then the rest are naked nachos. Yeah. I pay for naked nachos. Because you have to fight with the person you're eating with to see who gets the naked ones. Yes. Nobody wants to do that, and you don't have to do that at the free house. And even if you don't want nachos, get a turkey burger, get their steak and pierogies, get a salad, get their chicken tender melt sandwich. No matter what you're looking for in the comfort food category, the free house has it. Right there in the north loop of Minneapolis, right on Washington. And don't forget... There is a brand new parking ramp right behind the Freehouse on 3rd. And for more information, go to FreehouseMPLS.com. You'll remember the experience and you'll remember the name. Herb Irvlinger. Bert Herngreif. Irv Herblinger. Bing Livehanger. Good morning, everybody, <laughs> and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on My Talk 1071 and live streaming all over the earth at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to become a professional Lego master, <gasps> oh. give it up. For Alexis Thompson. Did you watch that last night? I did, yes. I love that show. Lego's the ultimate toy. (laughs) Good morning, Fluffy. Good morning, buddy. Good morning, Don McLean. Good morning. Good morning, Kenny. Yeah, here we are. Uh huh. Sure, yeah. that's right. Yeah. And good morning go. to all of you on this Thursday, <laughs> February thirteenth, twenty twenty. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Welcome to National Tortellini Day. Welcome Ooh. to National Breakup with Your Carrier Day. Welcome to National Cheddar Day. Welcome to National <laughs> Giving Hearts Day. <laughs> Giving Hearts Day. And welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. 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 How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. Alexis, as you ride that horse outside your local Kmart, how is... (laughs) It's a pony, Jace. How is your coffee? (laughs) My coffee is fantastic this morning. It's hot and steamy and roasty toasty. I love it. It's like dawn. Oh, hot. Hot and delicious. Mmm. Dawn, how was your beverage? Um, Well, I haven't had a drink of it yet, but it looks great. Oh, try it. Yeah, let's do a live tasting. You know how much I love sounds of people drinking and eating. Let's hear it. I know you do. 
Um, yeah, it's okay. It's uh, decaf, um, and it's Starbucks. It's a pod. You nice. didn't, okay. You didn't give us the... Yeah, no, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, no. No, thanks. <laughs> Mouth noises. <laughs> Kenny, I'm drinking the uh, black ice blend, uh, which means I have two hands on the cup because I could spin out of control at any second. Oh, wow. Oh, oh it makes you cray-cray? Yes. Ooh. Ooh, I want to see that. Keep drinking, Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> Time to chug. <laughs> Oh, uh, mine is needed. It's uh, oh, it's yeah. delicious. Oh gosh, it's good. I'm taking one more sip. Actually, sorry, Don. I just right. give us the sound effects. No, it sounds like Don's having a rough morning. So I, I will. I won't. I won't. I won't do sounds of popcorn chewing or me drinking coffee or anything like that. I'll be good. Uh, it is um, cold. It's really cold. Ooh, yes. It's bitter Arctic, er, Art, er, Arctic, Arctic blast. <laughs> Let's listen yeah. to this. It's so seventy-five below. I, I read a tweet or something from last night from Minneapolis schools saying we're uh, we're not going to cancel school mm-hmm. because our threshold is twenty-five below and it's uh, not going to be twenty-five below. I wake up this morning, it's ten below with a thirty-two below <gasps> wind chill. Right. So what? Isn't that the same thing? Yeah. Did so they factor the wind chill what in? is Minneapolis going to do? I've been trying to watch the crawl here, but uh, I haven't seen anything about our Twin Cities schools yet. A lot of uh, outstate schools shutting down. I don't know. Yeah. Let me. I, I'm looking at a crawl. Okay, I can't. I got to turn this. I, there's a certain person in the morning that just gives me the hives. I got to turn the station. Hold <laughs> yeah, on a minute. Yeah, I got to. Seriously, there's, there's somebody that I, I will. Like, I would. <laughs> I know I won't ever name the person, oh, okay. but I, they just they give me the heebie-jeebies. Okay, hold on a minute. I even know the the, the creepy crawlies. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we've got um, Holding Ford and all these uh, outstate Holy Spirit Academy. Uh, yeah, and but a nothing. lot of them delayed a couple of hours, but I still haven't seen anything from Minneapolis. No, I haven't either. I'm looking at the crawl. Yeah. Oh, by the way, if anyone's looking for a job, uh, the head of the Iowa Democratic Party uh, has resigned. Whoa. So if you, anybody looking to uh, <laughs> take a job, uh, there. Uh, gee, I wonder why he resigned. Huh, I, I wonder. Can't, yeah. can't, can't imagine why. But who anyway. would want to get thrown? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm sure it wasn't. But who would want to get thrown into that mix? Oh no, never. What What's the dollar figure there for you, Jason? Uh. A mill? and seven weeks of vacation how's that yeah yeah you could be seen as the savior right oh i don't know if it can be saved at this point (laughs) it was literally it was literally an episode of veep the poor guy uh, well no not just the app but this is when i really felt sorry for him so um and here's the deal. We still won't really know. I don't think we'll ever really know who won Iowa. But they do a press conference like a week later. So dude goes out there in front of this, you know, office depot uh, podium. And he has a, the logo sign on the front of the podium that says, you know, Iowa Democratic Party. And as he gets ready to speak, the sign crashes to the ground. Oh, my God. That's and a, I'm like, this a is a scene. No, Dawn, it's a scene from Veep. I mean, it's like yes. I was waiting for Julia Louis Dreyfus to come out. You know, I'm like, oh, this. Did HBO write this? I mean, the logo fell down for heaven's sake. Poor guy. Oh. I do. I feel oh, bad for. Him. He's taking now, all the responsibility. He is. I mean, it's you know, it's it's. It falls under his umbrella, but still yeah. apps oh, and uh, I don't know. I, I again, I'll, I'll just say it again. 
I knew we were in trouble. I knew we were in trouble when they were bartering for Pizza Hut dinners, when they were trying to convince people to go on other. It it it, 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 oh. it looked like a sad kickball game when they would go live to these gymnasiums. You know, people would be sitting on the floor in their little teams, and then there would be the sad teams, you know, that they had like four people. <laughs> and it looked like my P.E. class, you know, and I thought, oh, oh this, this isn't democracy. Something <laughs> is really messed up here. And lo and behold, it was. Yeah, but. the app. The hotline, the satellites, yeah. everything right. went down. It was bad. There was bad. a couple of other states that uh, were going to use that system, too, and they quickly bailed. Uh-huh. Yep. I just and also someone and, and and this this is non this is nonpartisan. I think everyone will agree with this. Who? Oh, my buddy Seth Kaplan, who's an executive producer over here at Fox, had a really great idea. He's like, he goes, why can't we just get all of these done in like two months? You know what I mean? Like do three Super Tuesdays and then boom, you're done. And then the candidates, you know, on either side or all three sides, then they can just focus the, the spring and summer on campaigning. But just do three massive Super Tuesdays and that, and then and then you're done. And then you've got your nominee and then and then you're off to the races and i thought that makes a lot more sense to me than dragging this thing out like a line in the process yeah well yeah i mean just again we're now in a culture where you know dawn used to be able to sit through uh the bachelor and now bless her heart she can't can't. you know what i mean we can't (laughs) i used to make charts and graphs yes (laughs) I'm, i'm actually not joking i mean we are not we are no longer a patient society. I mean, we want things. It's the Netflix syndrome. Yes. We want things when we want it, how we want it, and quickly. And stretching anything out anymore is not a good idea. So anyway, well, there's, I mean, there's my soapbox for the day. What I prefer- do their thing. I mean, it just takes forever. I yeah. mean, are we dinosaurs? Can't we make this just move along? Well, I think you both hit it right on the head. What I would prefer is that, yeah, speed it up so it's easier for me to ignore it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know. Just be oh, done. Oh, gosh. Oh, it's, yeah, and we're just getting started, sadly, uh, with, uh, with the campaigning. So, Whenever you're trying to get your picture taken and you're working your angles, like, how far can I stick my neck out and suck my cheeks in? Yeah, Does this or look good? how far can the person hold the iPhone up and <laughs> over? Yeah. Or you could just go to Libya and make some changes in your life. I mean, honestly. Or that, or that. Yeah. When you look at pictures of yourself, that's when you re- really realize, oh, my gosh, this, I don't look like myself. It's PL, pre-Livia, post-Livia. Yeah. <laughs> that is right. Go to Livia.com. They will get you on a program. They'll customize it just for you like they did for me. And it is really realistic. They know what your challenges are because every week you sit one-on-one with somebody and they will coach you on what to do. They have great consultants there. Go to Livia.com. That's L-I-V-E-A.com. Or you can call 855-GO-LIVIA. Say, I heard this on the uh, podcast with Jason, Alexis, and Dawn. And they'll go, Oh, hey, we know her. She's oh, had hey, some we know success, Dawn. right? So call them today, livea.com or 855-GO-LIVIA. Jason and Alexis in the morning. You've got mail. Oh, welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm my talk with seven one. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. 620 is the time. Tammy writes in on Twitter. Thank you for bringing me back to my 15-year-old self, August 1981. Air supply at the grandstand at the fair. Oh. Yeah. Eight girls in there. 
Air Supply concert t-shirts singing along and crying with the songs that explained our lives. Uh, uh, H.A. Dempsey, thank you for putting Air Supply as every woman in the world in my head. <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> didn't. Sorry about that. I, I know. It got stuck in my head, and now... It's Here you are. List- so it's just on repeat in your car? Kind of. It? Yeah, it's either... Uh, no all uh, out of love? Or? It's either CNN, Howard Stern, or Air Supply. There's my <laughs> there's my cartoons. Nice. <laughs> it's lovely. Um, so we lost a listener, and it's my fault. And uh, I'll take full responsibility. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm making people mad again. So yesterday at the end of the show... We stayed away from this the day it actually erupted, but I was curious because I'm not in the building and I'm talking about the, that pie pie thing with Kalina Bradley. We had nothing to do with it. I mean, for once, our show had nothing. We we had nothing to do with no, it. No, but I kind of wish I had some of that pie now. It sounds I do, delicious. I but I, I wondered what it was about because I saw Hannah, our our, our digital diva, uh, posting about it, and I'm like, oh, what's what's going on with uh, Kalina Bradley? Anyway, so I brought it up and. Uh, all of you, a lot of you started texting or, or tweeting us, tell, filling in the blanks and telling us that someone had stole Heather's pies. I, I, I guess a, a wonderful pie place uh, brought pies in for Colleen and Bradley. And somebody went into the employee fridge, grabbed those pies that were marked for Colleen and Bradley and put them out in the communal area. Mm-hmm. And they were devoured like vultures came. Yeah. Once it's on that table, fair game. It's fair game. Yeah. <laughs> I guess in the sales department, someone um, came in and said, Hey guys, there's pie. So of course everyone Ooh, rolled yeah. over oh, there. Oh yeah. And I don't know if this is any indication of who took it out of the fridge, but that said salesperson said that when she went over to the, to the kitchen that Donnie love, was cutting the pie. <laughs> so, and I know that Rocco had a piece. Oh, and Rocco did too. <laughs> oh, so, of course. Huh. What, now, why did I? Now, why did we ever, Kenny? Why didn't we think Donnie was involved? Yeah. Of course he was. Of course. Um, so I got on because somebody said that it was. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. With someone from sales. Yeah. So my favorite target back there and has been my favorite target for, well, 13. We've been doing this, what, Lex, 13 years? Yeah. Has been Mike Gale. Now, Mike Gale is, uh, he's a goober, but I love him. And, uh, but he's the guy, my talkers, he's, he's a clown. And I don't mean that as a cut down, like Kenny calls Ryan a little creep. <laughs> Mike is literally a, a clown. Yeah. He comes from he a makes clown. really great balloon animals. Yes. It, there is Bozo. Uh, and then there was, I think his grandpa was like a, a mozo or something. And then, and then Mike anyway. So, uh, yeah, cause he was looking for his clown talent. 
and, and finally found none. it in balloons. Yep. Yeah. So we've been making fun of Mike for years. So I immediately thought Mike was the culprit. So I'm making fun of him as I do. And uh, well, his mother was listening. Oh no! And, hi- and yeah. his mother, oh, no. his mother, his mother was not uh, pleased. Oh, yeah. oh. Uh, his mother was not pleased with Jason. So uh, Mike emails me or texts me during the Jason show. Oh, Don, you know about this as well? Yeah, he uh, came in and read the text to me. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mama writes, uh, Jason's being so rude about you on the radio. He said you're worthless. Definitely time to quit, <laughs> which oh. I personally loved. I wanted to tweet that I didn't raise a thief or worthless. I'm so angry. So, Mama, it was a joke. It was just, we've been doing this with Mike for years, so I, I sent her a little voicemail to send to him. And, oh, good. And yeah, because yeah. Yeah, she legitimately was upset. And okay, okay, I, she okay, is such yeah. a sweetheart. I've met her. <laughs> like Sometimes people don't get, they don't understand jokes. Like, my mom can sometimes do that as well, where she just doesn't get the joke. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, and so Mike had to explain, and yeah, she, she's okay. I hope she's back, right? Hey, Mama, Gail, we, lo- we do okay. love you. And we do, it's just fun. Up. It's okay. just fun. Chase and I had the same I, thing I, happen I, with I, uh, Matt Mikulski. You know yes, Matt Mikulski, rookie, and uh, it, it. I feel it's my job to just ride him as much as possible. <laughs> And he deserves it. You know, he deserves to to be uh, slapped in the face on the air. You know, metaphorically slapped. Yeah. And his mom heard it and uh, was crushed. And then when I found out she was crushed, I, of course, was crushed. Because she didn't <laughs> understand that it was a bit. And nobody loves Matt more than me. Right. So much so that when people start criticizing him on Twitter or send them emails, I get really upset. Uh, yeah. Right. I, I, it all uh, comes in love. It's, yeah. Think about it's, it's a show. It's a show, and it's, I get it, but my, okay. Anyway, Just, uh, why did I bring this up? Okay, let's take a break. I, okay, I'm being a plumber, I swear to God. We'll be right back. Stay with us. <laughs> in the morning. 6.31. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. Big Janet Jackson day yesterday. Oh, Janet yeah. was uh, on The View. I'll play that clip in a little bit. Uh, and then she was on Fallon last night. Lex, watch that. What's going on? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so she has a three. They talked about the tour, of course. But before that, they talked about Issa, her son, who's, who's three years old. And it's no surprise. He's musical. I mean, look at the family he comes from, right? Mm-hmm. But... And and look, I am realizing this now. My son's only three months old, but I'm already feeling like you know teaching him sign language. You know what classical music? What does my kid need to you know have the best step forward? Right? Uh, even though he's not even like his eyes aren't even focusing, so I can't even imagine what it's gonna be like. <laughs> I'm like over here. I'm doing sign language, kid. Yeah. Um. How it's going to feel when he's actually kind of like up and doing things and, you know, saying what he wants and able to do anything other than just eat, drink and, you know, blow out. Yeah. So uh, (laughs) I just think about this and some of the other parents, but her three year old has this major passion for music. He started with the violin, then he moved to the cello. Uh, We do have a clip from Fallon um, if we can play and you guys can. Okay. Here. Here. Just see what you think. 
He's incredibly musical. He is. Yeah. What's his go-to? What is he, his go First, it was the violin. This, all this, he chose. At three? No, this was at two. Wow. <laughs> First, he chose the violin, and he loves classical music. Now it's all about the. Well, even his third day of school, he said, "Mama." First day of school, he took the 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 violin to school. Third day of school, he says, "Mama, I want to take a cello to school." I said, "Baby, you don't have a cello." He says, "I take well, turn my violin into a cello, please, Mama." So my assistant Terry, we were rushing for, for 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 his class, and and she took a straw and taped it to the bottom of the violin. It made him a little cello. He loved it, and he. <laughs> He was posing. He took it to school, and she and my, 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 I have two assistants. Yeah, sure. My, my other assistant, Shanti, she said, Issa, you want a violin? She said, yes. She said, who's going to buy it for you? She says, Mama. <laughs> so, uh -huh. you, you he has a it. cello. So now he has a cello. Yeah, yeah. Then, long story short, baby gets what he wants. Well, when you're Janet Jackson's. Oh, my goodness. Kyle, to get a cello. That's true. <laughs> I was just telling Alexis, uh. I can't imagine being the teacher in a classroom of kids whose parents come from privilege, you know, yeah. and having to deal with that. Maybe they're just trying to learn letters and numbers, and this kid's got his makeshift cello out. Right? Yeah. He's like, hold on, everybody, let me play like, this. Well, right now we're not going to play music. We've got to move on to math. Nope, Mama says I can do it anytime I want. <laughs> you know who I am? <laughs> I'm Issa. Are they even doing math? I mean, aren't they making macaroni necklaces mm -hmm. and eating glue? I would I hope so. Yeah. I mean, I still am. Yeah. Right. Kenny, did you bring a cello to school? No, but I did bring glue and lots of it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We've been sniffing it all during the commercial break. <laughs> I hope you don't mind. No, go ahead. Where Spigots. am I again? You know I'm what, sniffing more stuff, yes. Yeah. You know what? I can't Paste. stop. I'm, I'm flashing back to when my kid was young and all the various interests that he would have that would last for approximately three weeks. Yeah. And yeah. we had to learn which ones to ignore and which ones to encourage because we just don't have Janet Jackson uh, money. You yeah, know? We, you only we, have so oh, much money. It's right. like, pick Some something, sports, kids. Yeah, right. so expensive. But there were so many things, and a lot of that stuff is still packed away in the basement in the corner. You know, um, snowboards. What's your favorite most expensive? Oh, snowboards, snow oh, yeah. skis, this, that, the other, every sport. Thankfully, we talked him out of hockey, and it's not because oh. I, I love hockey. I just... I just, uh, I couldn't. I just couldn't. The padding, yeah, all of the equipment that you need. We uh, we live you. by a park. He he wanted to try football until he started watching the kids practicing football, and they had to run up a very very steep hill. He goes, Nah, I'm out. I'm not doing that. <laughs> that a boy. Uh, he tried baseball. He was in park league baseball for many years. He wanted to quit uh, the last year. He wanted to quit mid season, and we did the parent thing. Oh, you're gonna finish the season. You know, you committed to this. Blah blah blah. And yeah. then he did, and then. And never went out again, so so it was kind of a a thing where we just had to pick and choose, and you it's know. hard mm -hmm. when you're a parent and you have to tell your kid you can't do that because we can't afford it. You're already in taekwondo; that's right. all I can afford. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Oh, it's totally. Hard. You don't Absolutely. want you don't want to shut them down, but Absolutely. you know, normal parents can only afford like one sport and one artistic venture. Yeah. Yep. Right. And then he pursued music in his teens, and thankfully, he's 20 now, still doing that. You know, he's got tons of guitars and basses and amps and this, that, and the other, and he's in a band, so that's working out. Oh, that is really good. You almost yeah, want to be like, you know, get the triangle. 
have a kazoo. I mean, think, Jason, how many different interests did you have as a little kid? It was a new um, one every week, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Dallas and the clarinet. <laughs> what about the French horn? Oh, uh, well, no, I switched. Yeah, I switched because the band teacher uh, kicked me out, basically, because I was so horrible at the clarinet. <laughs> so then they moved me. They probably then had they too m- many clarinets, too, right? A lot of kids choose clarinet right away and then. Yeah. Uh, Oh no, you're kind. No, I, 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 was, no, I was really bad. They moved, but then they moved me to an even harder instrument. I mean, French horn is, uh, yeah, I mean, a level of difficulty. But yeah, it's not an easy instrument to play. So I played that, and luckily, you know, even that's expensive. I remember my mom, yeah. my mom buying the clarinet. I forgot who she bought it from, but it was used, and then. We had a friend that I that strangely had played the French horn, so we got that on the cheap too. But if we had to buy it new, and you know, my parents, we weren't rich. You know, we were we were very eighties middle class, and but it would still have been a strain for my mom. So thank goodness I didn't play sports because well, and having one kid too, I'm yeah. sure you know, and being an only child, I was an expensive little kid. bitch. Let me well, tell you. <laughs> well, and you also you know you want to. Without siblings or, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. I can see that that would be something where you're like, all right, well, we got to keep this kid busy. Okay. Normally but, you could just say, go out with your brother. That's what my mom did. Yeah. And your sister. That, that was, I, I, I've said this a couple of times. That, that's the one thing when I'm trying to make mom laugh, I, I do joke with her. I'm like, you, I was a good kid. Cause I, I do remember. And I think that's actually, how do I say this? It's, it's, uh, it's probably the opposite of what you would think with an only child. An only child is actually, to me, in my opinion, I had to be resourceful. I had to entertain myself. Mm. So, therefore, my mom really didn't have to worry about entertaining me. Um, I had to do it myself. I mean, that's why when I bring up the bingo thing when I was raised in a bingo hall, my mom could take me to places like that because she didn't have to worry about me driving her nuts. I had to be self-entertaining, and I had to be self-sufficient. So... Uh, yeah, I, I. That's good. Yeah, I mean, you, 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 you do what you have to do when there's nobody to talk to. You make up friends and talk to, stru- you know, uh, paper dispensers okay. and stuff. And, okay, yeah. okay. So a potentially embarrassing question. Um, did you ever go ahead? It's all. Did you ever go with the day yeah, at a young edge, age play play radio and or TV? Oh. oh. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm. Yeah, so I, always, I. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I always tell the, the story of the, there's a giant rock outside uh, Betty and Earl's, uh, not not the <laughs> biscuit place, but the um, <laughs> their, the, their actual my yeah. papa and grandma's house, giant rock, and they would let me stay up late. My grandma Mazak, my mom's mom, would let me stay up to watch Love Boat reruns. Papa and Grandma would let me stay up to watch Carson. So that's where my love of Johnny came from. Was my papa? Yeah. So we would watch. We would watch Johnny, and I would go outside in the dark after the monologue, and I would get on that rock, and I would think the rock was my stage, and I would do a show out on that rock. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I was the same way uh, in the seventies. I was uh, an AM disc jockey at the you know in fourth grade <laughs> yeah you know just playing radio i would record songs off the radio with those really cheap little cassette things with a yeah. cheap microphone yes put the microphone up to the speaker get a couple of songs and then play radio total Do a ramp up to the yeah, song total geek move yeah. you hit the post oh, <laughs> yeah. fun. yep uh, 
Uh, hey, no matter what you listen to on my talk, did you know it's also a podcast? If you missed Passing Notes, Blind Items, uh, Harmony's Tech Report on Shop Girls or whatever, you can always listen to the podcast version of my talk. Just go to the my talk app. We are approaching 641. We're going to take a break uh, when we come back. Uh, bad news for uh, Disney fans right after this. One of the world's most gifted motion picture creators comes Disneyland, whose wondrous portals open to Adventureland, Tomorrowland. Frontierland and Fantasyland. Disneyland. It's wonder, fantasy, and adventure. That's right, and expensive. Ooh. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk one zero seven one everything entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. It is six forty six. Uh, this was all over the place yesterday. Uh, this happens once, twice a year. Uh, Mickey Mouse, Minnie, uh, Pluto, Donald, and Goofy. They meet. And uh, they decide to raise prices on the theme parks, and they did it again. Um, luckily, they did it uh, a day after I had renewed my annual pass. Uh, so, luckily, I missed. I'm not Joe, and I had no idea. They don't really tell people um, when they're going to raise prices. Obviously. And uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like a forever stamp. Yeah, so uh, I didn't know, and something told me to get on the computer device and renew my annual pass, and I did. And then, lo and behold, uh, they re- they 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 raised the park. So Disneyland single day tickets are above two hundred dollars wow. for the first time ever. And what about for your four four year old or your five year old or you know your is that adult price? Are there different prices for kids? Yeah, under uh, I forgot what the age is. I should know this off the top of my head, but now you know every year it changes. But right. uh, under a certain age, little 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 ones are free. Okay. Um, but at a, I think it's I think maybe it's five and under. If Colin was awake, he would know. Oh, but. Um, but it's under it's I think it's under four, maybe. If there's a parent that knows that has little ones, little munchkins, let me know. Yeah, but I was yeah, just curious for your family to go then. That's you're laying down at least a grand. Mm-hmm. I mean for, oh, for everything. Sure. Oh, that just on yeah, I mean, just on tickets. Because mm-hmm. if you do you know, and they're they're doing this system now, which is kind of a tier system, meaning different times of the year are cheaper or more expensive than other times of the year Mm. so uh then we're talking disneyland right now Uh, a single day ticket now ranges from 104 dollars on less crowded days to 209 dollars for the most popular days that would be christmas (laughs) yeah yeah so wow. it's it's well, now, and not only that you it, it almost requires that you have a smartphone because of the pa- fast passes and people who don't have that they're waiting in lines for hours. Oh yeah, you know, I so mean, I'm just saying, like in general, it's just it becomes when they add, when they add to the ticket price, it just becomes feels like it's just more and more inaccessible. Yeah, you know, their argument is, and I've never heard this little spin, and, and that's what it is, but I, I I had read this, and I was like, okay, they're right. Now, it doesn't make it uh, any better. So their rationale is that it is, because of the amount of stuff that you can do, mm. it is 
you know, it's on par with some Broadway show tickets. It's on par, you know, so they were comparing it to that. And I thought, okay, you know, when you, and yes, it's spin. Yes. It's, it's, it's a PR line. But when they said that, I thought, okay, concert tickets, you know, Madonna's $300. Taylor Swift is one thirty one. You know what I mean? For decent seats nowadays. And normally, when you go to one of their parks, you're there for 10, 12 hours. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? And I thought, okay, now when you put it like that. And a trip to Disney, too. It's not like they're going all the time. I mean, this is special. Don't people go for multiple days? I know I did when I was a kid. I mean, it was a three-day deal. And you hop around, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, believe me. And then you're not even including hotel stays and food and, uh, you know, food is where you really can rack up. And that's why, you know, when yeah. people, you know, are, are the two fairy godfathers isn't really meant we're the whole idea is to do it as adults. But obviously people ask us questions about family, doing it as families. I always say, if you want to cut costs, bring your own food because yes. some, some folks don't know you can bring your own food into the parks. Um, and that right there will save you a ton of money. And time. Mm-hmm. And, and time, yeah. You don't have to wait in, in the massive lines. But And people don't know that. I mean, you can't bring your own ice, and they got rid of ice and dry ice. But you can bring your own sandwiches and stuff. Because you know, you're, you're looking at, for French fries, 6 $8 a pop. Wow. Yeah. Burger, burgers are like 12 mm-hmm. Um So <laughs> right, right there is a big chunk of money you can save. It says so. here that it costs to run each park $3.25 million per day. That wow. includes employee pay, landscaping, ride maintenance, park cleaning, and more. So yeah. that's $3 million, $3.25 million a day. Yeah. Of course. I mean, they're just breaking too. even if they, it says here, if, if they just charge $100 a ticket, they're just breaking even. Okay. Yeah. But that said, Jason, at what yeah. point are they... Mm. Are they keeping people away? I mean, is this uh, is this price now going to keep people away? And if not, what price will it be? Will it be three hundred dollars a day? It's a great question. Yeah. I mean, Alexis brought it up right at the beginning. The word inaccessible. You know what's what's striking, Kenny, is if you look at the statistics, part other than a brief time during last summer where Disneyland had a slump, attendance goes up every blinking year. Wow. So if you're if you're Bob Iger and you're Mickey, Minnie, Donald and Pluto, you're thinking, well, the people are still coming. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, and, yeah. and, and why, why wouldn't we? Is. Well, yeah, I mean, but it's a good question, Kenny, but it doesn't deter. Now, look, there is a sadly it is a deterrent for people that are uh, has trouble making ends meet. It is it is a deterrent because it is expensive. I don't care how they spin it, and I love them, but I don't care how you spin it. It is an unbelievably expensive vacation. Are there ways to cut costs? Yes. Um, you know, I always recommend people if you have like a Target, um, if you have a Target card, yeah, you know, you get ten percent off on your red card. Target sells Disney gift cards, so go to Target, oh. buy yourself. And you know an allotment of Disney cards, and then only use those gift cards within the parks. And it does two things: it it keeps you on budget, and you're saving ten percent. So Smart. It's, that's you can also a, get your Disney T-shirts there too. Yeah, so just get the swag oh, right. first, and then just yep. go and yeah. 
Be like, oh, look, Betsy, I bought you this. They don't need to know it's from the park. You know what I mean? And they're genius, too, because you'll get off a ride and then you have to walk through a gift shop. Oh, man, Mickey, I don't. When we went over to, when we went over Christmas break, first of all, it was an amazing experience. Thank you, Jason. And I just was blown away by all the families that had on matching shirts. Yes. I mean, it's a whole family of like eight and like it says dad, mom, son, daughter, grandma. (sighs) And they're all wearing, and like people that you look at them and you're like, that guy put that shirt on like yeah. the money that they just spent on their matching shirts and outfits yes. alone and yeah. they're everywhere all these families are all wearing i'm like this is insane and it was so busy on christmas day oh, yeah. but it was oh. so much fun like i i mean it's just it's fun whenever it's really busy like that it can make it a little harrowing to get through the crowd especially when there are a lot yes. of people on mobility scooters, scooters. <laughs> uh and i'm and i'm oh, yelling wow. at them yeah oh yeah we had that's another story lex where i kind of had a meltdown oh. but yeah it's i had a my gale mom moment it was just a total meltdown <laughs> but uh but no it, it's it's but it doesn't deter i mean kenny don brings up a good point if you just want to go oh wow you go on christmas the most mm-hmm. expensive time of the year where I got to tell you, Kenny, your eyes are going to roll in the back of your head. Give me your guess. What do you think the average Disney property on property hotel room per night is going to be? Well, I've been oh, meaning oh, to ask oh. you that. I was wondering with $200 a day, I, I'm thinking, oh, they're giving you a nice break in the hotel okay. room. Uh-huh. And Give me a price, Kenny. It's How 75 a day, but I'm going to guess it's right around 200 a day. <laughs> Double really? that? I'm it, gonna guess four hundred. It's, it's that bad, really. Um, right, Don. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenny, we're talking uh, six hundred dollars oh! a day. Mm-hmm. Oh, Whoa. oh. Now, oh. The, now the perks and the convenience you get from being Thank on the you, Disney Don. property Thank are Thank amazing. You, oh. I mean, tra- oh God, I've trained Don well. Get you now. can yeah. get on that little boat and just go right to the park. <laughs> I mean, you can just walk from. Honk, honk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. Kenny. Yeah, see? Yeah. I'd sleep in a dumpster before I'd pay that. <laughs> yeah. That's like on property. Now, they're cheaper, three, $400, but during Christmas, oh, oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take a break. More when we come back. Stay with us. It's a beautiful day.